I just panicked. I was so in my head. I'm like, I'm gonna go home. I can't believe I thought I was gonna do a business. Where I was in a bad partnership and I was not in a good situation. As soon as you unlock that power that you know that you can make money on your own accord, just like you can, it gives you so much freedom. You have to learn that lesson yourself. Everyone wants to say money doesn't buy you happiness. And everyone without money is like, well, yeah, easy for you to say. but. I Adam Chapman, welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast, brother. Thank you for having me back. Round three, my man, but officially round two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great, great to have you on, man. You are a longtime brother of mine. We were talking a little bit before we were rolling here. Um, just, it's cool how far we've come with this stuff, man. Like, what was it? The first one was in, in my, my spot in, in an attic. Yeah. Then it was in the basement. And here we are in Miami reconnecting. It's fucking wonderful to have you in my life, brother. I appreciate it. I feel like it's just starting too, man. We're, feel, we're just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like very blessed to have everybody here, our guests. Lots of great people in the room today. Wonderful people in the room as well, man. Yeah. You've done some, something that no one's like, I, I have not seen anyone do at, at your level, which is make home services sexy. Okay. All right. Talk to me about how you started PadPal and, and what that's led to with home services, the university, and everything you're doing now. Yeah, like kind of what you're saying. It feels Everything feels a little bit surreal, um, but if you think of all the hard work to get to this point, then you can kind of see where it comes from. So yeah, I started PadPal door-to-door. Uh, just finished playing pro hockey, had a bad concussion, grinded out the door-to-door sales, as everybody knows. Uh, invested a lot into learning more and scaling the company. Uh, and now I feel very fortunate that my company, PadPal, a lot of that's been taken over by great people, giving them great opportunities, and then focusing the last uh, about 12 months or so fully on home service university, help people start and scale their companies. And so home service university, you've taken what you've done with PadPal, applied those principles into a digital course. Is there like a coaching component? Like talk to me about HSU for a second. Yeah, so I find the course uh, a little bit offensive because it's much more than that. Um, so for what it is, it's a community group. So there's full-on master classes on every single service. We do coaching calls every Wednesday, office hours every Sunday. Everything that they need in there to succeed and get to that 100K a month, 120K a month is in there. Um, and getting people in there starting, we're providing logos, branding, everything that they need to start, scale. Uh, and I love the guys in there. It feels like a little family. So. Yeah, I call it the community, Home Service University. It's a community, it's a brotherhood. Uh, we're gonna come out here, do a trip one day with all the top performers in Miami, visit you guys, so. Absolutely, yeah. man. We'll definitely dive into HSU a little bit more, but I wanna still focus a little bit on the origin story of PadPal. Now, you went to Carleton University in Ottawa, that's where we're both from, and, and you played high-level hockey, man. Talk to me about how, you know, playing hockey transitioned into you being successful and running a home services company because that's not a very typical route no not at all so it's one of those funny things that like as you get older you like reflect on things like why am i doing what i'm doing uh, uh yeah so i was playing pro hockey I played hockey my whole life that's the only thing i knew um uh, just hockey 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 had a very bad concussion uh next thing you know i was at carlton university I was sitting in class and like I can't believe these people are paying to hear this stuff right now. 
uh, I'm screwed. I thought like, I'm like, how am I ever going to get the life I want? So that's how I started my window cleaning company, um, grinded it out through school. By the time I graduated, about 300K. Um, now I've been doing it for seven years, running a little over 100K a month with our company, got a lot out of it. And yeah, it's definitely not a traditional path. And in hockey, a lot of guys kind of come from money and they look down on dirty jobs. Uh, so at the beginning, a lot of guys gave me a hard time for doing it, especially when I started posting content. Um, but yeah, now doing it and seeing the rewards and seeing the difference it makes in people, uh, it's definitely worth it. Doing over over uh, seven figures a year in that business. Yeah. And it's basically running itself now, you know, yeah. without you, without like your heavy involvement. But it hasn't like always been that, man. When I met you, you were you were out there doing the jobs with your guys. You were you were on the ground getting your hands dirty as well. Talk to me about like some of the first jobs that you like started to see some success with door to door. Oh man, I I still remember my first quote like it was yesterday. I was th someone said, "Yeah, I'll take a quote," and then I went there on Saturday, walked around the house, met them. And then I went to my car with my little cost calculation sheet that the guys at Home Service University have now, added it up. Like I was putting in my calculator three plus four, and then I just panicked. I was so in my head. I'm like, I'm going to go home. I can't believe I thought I was going to do a business. So I called my friend, and they, they called me down. I went in there. I said, okay, $500. He signed. And then that first sale gave me a lot of confidence. Um, yeah, it's a lot of learning lessons along the way. Grinding it out. Yeah, grinding it out at the beginning is absolutely true. Um, but... By the end of that first year, we did about fifty-five thousand dollars in revenue. So when you're in college, like you think you're uh, falling, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was pretty fired up. But here's the thing: it's just like stacking those little wins just gave you the confidence to see myself more than just a hockey player. Yeah, yeah. So like getting those wins and stacking those small wins, making some money, and then realizing that there's more opportunities besides just hockey yeah. to, to make that life that I've wanted. So reflecting back on my hockey career and like growing up, I realized I was only playing hockey because I. It was in my head from the way I grew up that that was the only way to make it. That was a path to success. That was the only path to success. Yeah. I could, that was the only path to success until I was 21 years old, made that $500 cleaning the guy's windows. I'm like, oh, there's other ways to make money. Yep. And then just doubled down on it. And and, and now you're pulling in you know, more than the average pro. More. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, far more. Far, far more. more. Yeah. yeah, especially like if I reflect on some of the guys now that, in the path I could have went, like let's say we're playing the AHL, you're making like 80K a year. Um, and then you're 29, you're 32, you're finishing hockey, you have no money in the bank. Uh, so I'm very grateful that I had that accident, that concussion led me down the business path because I think right now if I was finishing hockey with still no skill set, no real knowledge of the world, I'd be pretty screwed. It's an important lesson for people to hear that, you know, you're more than a hockey player, more than an athlete, more than whatever. Because so many of us attach our identity so much to the thing that we're doing mm -hmm. or the thing that we're good at or the thing that we've gotten validation from. But you broke free from that, kind of went out on your own, did this thing. And that, that feeling of that first sale, like you never yeah. forget that yeah. feeling, that high. It's like you feel like on yeah. cloud nine, like like that's crazy. And like 500 bucks now, like you look at that and like, wow, like that's hilarious. But like then and and even now still it's like what the fuck like that's that's nuts like you, you, there's a reality out there where i don't just have to sell my time for money yeah and it's it's one of those things where i think everybody as soon as you unlock that power that you know that you can make money on your own accord just like you can 
it gives you so much freedom, right? Like if you've always been in that nine to five and you're relying on someone else to, to feed you, to put food on your table, and then if you lose your job, you're done. So I think everybody should develop that skill set to make money. Yep. It gives you so much more freedom, so much more confidence. Like I'm sure same as you, if you lost everything today, yep. you wouldn't be worried because you know you can make that skills, you have the skill sets to build it back up. Well, for those who don't know, I mean, let's tell a little story, man. When When you first reached out to me, I was very much in a nine to five myself and I worked a, you know, federal government job. I hated it. Like, you know, people have heard this story like a million times, but I'll tell it again. You know, I, I, I worked in pensions. I had this boring nine to five job. I was so directionless. I, I didn't know what to do, but I just knew that I wanted to do something. And I had started the podcast at that point and it connected me with people like yourself, with cash and all these amazing people. Um, you know, Jamie, my business partner as well, but so many incredible people in our like little hometown of Ottawa, like that, that random city that most people now I walk around the U S like, they're like, what, what, what is that? What even is that? Right. But it was just like the perfect storm of like, I hated that job so much, kind of like you, you, you had this concussion and kind of forced your hand. My hand was forced eventually as well went all in on this business. But I'll, I'll never forget like that conversation with you where I was just so like, oh, I don't know like what I want to do, man. And like, honestly, you're a big part of my journey because that day you instilled a lot of confidence in me and was like, no buddy, like, like, don't just, don't just fucking settle for this nine to five. Like do, do something like you'll figure it out. Like just keep trying stuff. And like, I just remember to this day, man, like you saw something in me that I didn't even see in me. And I, and I feel like a lot of your students and people who are now in your program, um, you know, they, they have that in you as well. And so you've always had this like kind of inspiring, like mentorship ability. And, and we, we've kind of seen that over the years with you blowing up on TikTok, taking content really seriously, and now building a community, yeah. like you said, not just a course, yeah. a community that's going to like take that and and expand like the butterfly effect of that's going to be crazy yeah. talk to me about like the confidence aspect of it all like was it just extreme self-belief like what was it that like made you just know that you were gonna make this work i think for me it's um i think you can be motivated by the things that you want or fear right you need to be chasing like the dream life or being afraid of like what would happen if you don't make it so for me like I remember being a kid and thinking like, there's no way I can be in this sort of situation one day. So I think just knowing I don't have any other choice besides finding something to make it work. Um, and for someone like yourself, like I appreciate that, man. I'm very proud of you guys to to see where you guys are at today. Like you said at the beginning of the pod, this is absolutely gorgeous. Like we were talking the other day, if you took you out from five years ago and put you here today, hey, this is your podcast, you wouldn't believe it. Um, and as well, it's very interesting, man. But for me, it's like when I'm doing home service, you. I meet these people, I'll have someone that comes on a call to see if they're a good fit for the program. And they'll say, oh, uh, I, I can't start right now because I have a baby on the way. And then I'll meet someone that same day later that says, I need to start this business now because I have a baby on the way. Mm -hmm. So it's two different types of mindsets and people. And when I saw it in you, I, I, yeah, I saw a lot in you, man. And I could see that you're not living up to that potential of yourself. And seeing you now is like it's crazy i didn't even know you're in pensions like that's brutal bro that sounds really boring bro. like i even saying it out yeah. loud i'm like oh my god shoot me now yeah what even is that like for us now as as entrepreneurs and like you know people have kind of gone a very different path right 
what even is a pension for us now? It's like, no, like I want to make so much that like my great grandchildren are going to eat. Like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? So it, it's just so funny. Like, I, I just remember people at the office and stuff, they'd say shit like, oh, it's all pensionable time. Or like, well, just wait till you're 65. You can cash out and max out on this RSP or this here 401ks and all this stuff. I'm like, I hear that stuff now. I just tune out, man. Yeah. Cause I'm like, you guys are not living up to your potential. You like and look for some people, honestly, that's fine. If that's like the path that you you feel the most safety and you feel aligned with, and it, it helps you go to bed at night and feel good. Sure, good. Like we need people who are like that, to be honest. Yeah. But for those who have that itch, and like you saw it in me, I I see it in a lot of people. It's like you owe it to yourself to like lean in on that. There's no other choice. I always say this, I say your brain wouldn't think you want something else if it wasn't capable of it. I agree. A lot of people are happy with the nine to five. They're, well, they get by with the nine to five, they accept it and that's good for them. But anyone that is thinking, oh, I want to do a business or I want to do this or I want to do that. I want to travel. I don't have the money. Your brain would not be telling you that you want these things if it wasn't capable of doing it. Like I don't wake up and say, oh, I want to be Justin Bieber. I have no interest in singing. I have no singing skills. Like your brain doesn't think like that. So for you, you wanted to do the thing. You started doing your dipping your toes in the podcast. You saw your brain saw you where you are here today. Yeah. Right? You you maybe wasn't as clear as what it is right now. Maybe you know you're gonna be working with Jamie and doing all these incredible things. But I'm sure, like for myself, I'm way farther along now than I ever pictured for myself. Absolutely, man. And like you're touching on something that's so powerful is that like self belief, but also like having a vision. And like some kind of like trajectory and direction. I think so many young guys, especially like they come to me all the time and they're always like, like asking me like, oh my God, like, what should I do? Like, what type of business should I start? What, do, like, how do I do this? How do I do that? Whatever. And it's just like, pick a direction and start swimming, man. Yeah. You're not going to like know until you try and get like some feedback from it, bro. Like, Remember this? Yeah. Like, yeah. I started a coffee company yeah. at some point on top of, like, doing all this stuff. And it was, like, uh, for all intents and purposes, a failure. And I'm so proud of that today because it's like, oh, no, I just realized that, like, I can't focus on a product at that time. Well, I don't think there's anything such anything like a fail. I don't think there is such thing as a failure. I think yeah. the only way you fail is if you stop doing it. Like, there's, there's something that you've learned from doing that whole experience. Like, I still have that letter from you. You gave me a nice letter. Yep stamped it you learn things from that that transfers to you today every it, single thing it's impossible to fail if you just keep going and learning and learning like i take i fail all the time fail all the time like take l's all the time yep took a big one last year with pad pal and i learned a lot from it i yeah. learned a lot from it i went to a new partnership now with somebody else where i had my stuff straightened out now i'm not getting screwed over not making the same mistakes i made last time and this time when i made this agreement and it's on a much bigger scale so me making that mistake in the past saves me now hundreds, if not millions of dollars because I learned stuff on a smaller scale by failing. And, and, you know, on a very personal note, man, like you've been there for me in times of my life where you've helped me in a similar situation where I was in a bad partnership and I was not in a, in a good situation. And I could look at that like now, like, with with resent or hate or or you know negative feelings towards whatever that situation was but i'm so grateful for it because like 
and and obviously you helped me navigate through that stuff and and whatever but like you look at that stuff now and it's like oh my god like that had to happen yeah for me to learn the lessons that made me who i am today i forgot about that until you brought that up yeah. and now you have a beautiful partnership with your best friend jamie yep. you guys are absolutely killing it yeah shout out I to jamie it was just his birthday we were just on the boat yeah celebrating that guy yeah like if you told me six years ago we were sitting in your attic of your house shooting a podcast that we're going to be on a million dollar yacht with all of our best friends having a great night and everyone's being super successful right now it's only getting better we're only getting more momentum uh yeah like i have to remind myself every day i'm sure you as well that like even though you're working hard right now it's still grinding right now like I feel very grateful, very blessed. I have to remind myself that I have earned this, just I'm sure as you had too. Like we have earned this, we deserve this, and we're capable of more as well. I think that's a hard thing for people like you and me to like remind ourselves of because like, I don't know what it is, but like we do work fucking hard. Like, and, and like people like to think that entrepreneurship is just the yacht and yeah. the stuff that we, you just described and like, that is such a tiny sliver of like taking like a second to be like, yo, like we should celebrate a little bit because we're going to regret not, but the 99% of it all. And you know, that yeah. is the mundane, the operations, the accounting, the systems, the hiring, the stuff, nobody the, wants like to the, the ugly stuff, man. And like, if there's anyone who knows about the ugly stuff, it's you, bro. Yeah. Like, you know about how to get your fucking hands dirty, sweep the floors at the end of the day, wake up at six the next day, and fucking do it again and again and again. And I don't think, honestly, that that's ever going to change. It's just going to look different. You know, the yachts are just going to get bigger. Yeah. The, 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 the businesses, the communities, the impact is just going to grow. But... It all started from you believing in yourself enough to go knock on some doors, man. And the funny thing is, man, is that I'm sure similar to you. It's like you, when you're starting your business, you're picturing the yacht, you're picturing the cars, you're picturing the money, the watches, blah, like that's what your first like thought is, is like, oh, I need to get like, I, that's like, I want to get to that point. Mm -hmm. And then you get to that point now where like, you don't even care like it's it's not even it doesn't even matter anymore like you have the money in the bank account it's like oh cool but you're it's the skill set and if someone told me this when i first started my business like, shut the fuck up like yeah. bullshit like whatever but now that like and again like i know we're just just starting but now that we we've both found some success at least for me like i don't even care about that anymore it's just like playing the game enjoying it getting better at it like it it's fun we were talking about that a little bit the other night and it's like yeah like you have to learn that lesson yourself, right? It's like everyone wants to like say, oh yeah, like money doesn't buy you happiness. And everyone without money is like, well, yeah, easy for you to say, but I think I'd be pretty happy with some money right now. But like, as you get more of it and you accumulate the things and you check those boxes, like we're so driven by like achievement and doing things all the time that it's like, you, you just keep doing that. And it's like, oh, like this, that's not the thing. The thing is the game. Yeah. The thing is the process. And it's like so corny, but it's the journey, bro. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where like a new entrepreneur here is like, oh, shut up. That's like, bullshit. Yeah. Like, that was me. Like, if I heard that pop, like, oh, it's bullshit, bro. Like, and especially someone like myself, like, I would have been like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it, it, it is. And for me, 
the thing that feels the best, like I like again, like growing up and like not like the card being declined, not having groceries, shit like that. So for me, like having the money, not having to worry about that, being able to take care of my friends, like bring them down here, bring my girl down here, like that definitely feels good. It's not about the objects, it's about the freedom mm-hmm. to know that I can come here, we can rip this pod, we can take you guys out. I owe you guys one for sure. God, I don't. Take you guys out for a night. No, but take you guys out for a nice night. And being able to do that and not have to worry is 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 an incredible feeling. That's that is very freeing. And once you can get to that point, and like, and again, it's not even just about the money; it's about the skill sets. Like, you can go lose everything tomorrow, and I'm you you can get it back. That's the most freeing thing in the world for me. And I think a lot of it also has to do with like your upbringing, man. You didn't always have that. No. It was a struggle. It wasn't easy. You you did not have an abundance of money and and freedom and and freedom not in just one aspect but like in all aspects, right? And so you felt almost like pigeonholed in this like hockey is the answer thing. And like when you when you realize that like maybe it's not like. We, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but like the whole identity thing, I still think even today, we still are dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Like reinventing ourselves and, and the identity every single day. It's like, as the scale of all this stuff gets bigger, as the opportunities get bigger, as the deals get bigger, as everything like gets bigger, the content, everything, you have to make so many more um decisions based on like almost like gut yeah and like where you came from and like what who you are who you really are yeah how do you navigate that now because like you're getting probably offered brand deals left right and center like i mean i talked to you i think a few months ago and like you were talking about x y and z partnership and you're trying to decide between you know which and, and whatnot but like you're probably given opportunities things are coming your way every single day talk to me about how do you like stay focused on like that vision and like what you actually want to execute on so for me it's and again when you when you're new and like you you start trying a bunch of things like it, it's easy to get very distracted um but again i think the the main thing is knowing yourself i think trying to i don't think you're ever going to fully know yourself but getting to know yourself better over time learning who you are what you care for and having some like good guiding principles um, of what you stand for because yeah like once you start building an audience and uh, building that community aspect you are in a place of a lot of people come to you as an authority they trust you um, so you have to use that power responsibly um, because if you're always playing the long game it's you're gonna win like mm. for me like I've never been a sellout on anything I've always when I look at it this way like I know no matter what I'm never gonna have an issue financially so why try to cut a shortcut why try to do anything short-sighted there's enough people out there right now doing that. So as long as you stay true to yourself, do the right thing, like people can sense that. Like I get on calls with people and they're like, I want to do it with you because I can tell that you know what you're talking about. You're legit. You seem like a genuine person that actually cares. And it's true. Me too. And it's like the best compliment, right? It, because like, yeah, like I'm just 100% authentically myself. And like, as long as I can stay true to that, like I like, sale closes and not whatever i i always win yeah because i'm always like trying to do what's in like the best interest of this other person that i'm talking to right and not selling my like you know not just selling my soul to do it yeah yeah it's important man it's 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 really important to stay true to you are and 
I think a lot of people that kind of get into these positions can lose sight of that uh, and get really distracted. But I think I already went through that whole, like thinking that money is everything, thinking that objects are gonna bring you happiness and then getting that stuff and then being like, yo, this, what was the point of working this hard? And then back to like the cycle of getting into the game and realizing that I do it because I love it, knowing that you have the confidence. And at the end of the day, the only person you have to look at yourself is in the mirror, right? You can be a grease ball, but if you can't look yourself in the eyes, then it's not worth it for me. I love that, the, the man in the mirror, man, yeah. at the end of the day. Um, I want to get tactical a little bit. I want to kind of switch gears a little bit and get, get a little bit more, um, you know, let, let's give some, let's give some young folks or some people, you know, young, old, whatever age, it doesn't matter who are wanting to make some side cash mm-hmm. and wanting to get into, let's call it a dirty business, dirty job, a dirty job. Yes. All right. What, what's your advice? What are you telling them to get started with? How do they pick a service to begin with? I'm about to go off here for you. Okay. So uh, a lot of people come to me, they have nine to fives, right? I get that. They have family. They can't just get up and quit sometimes. So what I tell people Monday to Friday, you get home from work, you are going to be tired, but are you more tired about your day or are you more tired about your life? So you have to find a way to find a way, get home, take that 20 minutes, refresh yourself and put the hours in Monday to Friday. That's all about growing your business. So lead gen, doing your quotes, closing deals, Saturday, Sunday, you go do those jobs. And then again, here's the thing is most people are making less than $4,000 a month. I know it sounds crazy. Like I got really disconnected. That's like, that's not even survivable money. $4,000 a month. Most people are making less than that. One window cleaning job on average, 300 bucks, 20 days a month at six grand. You're already ahead. So as soon as people can make that transition from doing the side cash, like I said, there, the Monday to Friday outside of your office hours, or even during your office hours, get in those Facebook community groups, post on Craigslist, Kijiji, run a Facebook ad. You can literally close deals while you're getting paid from somebody else. Like people do when they're working. <laughs> Me. Okay. <laughs> I know if I was supposed to say that, no, but, yeah. but yeah, you know, like you can be working for somebody else in the meantime. And again, if you have to, at the end of the day, you have to be chasing your own dreams. Yeah. Right. Like, they, like you have to be tracing your own dreams. You get fired from your job and that's just a sign from God that you should go after what you should be just doubling down on your business. Right. So during the day, you, during the day, if you can, if not, when you get home, grind that business out Monday to Friday, closing the deals, setting up your quotes, getting leads, do the jobs on weekends. As soon as you can match your income or make more, which shouldn't take you more than 60 days. If you're doing it, quit your job, double down and then turn it from a side hustle cash into a real company. So that's setting up your logo, your branding, your Google, my business, and then investing into building a real company because then down the road, it snowballs, people come back year after year after year, and then you're able to come take a vacation and still have your company running down the road. So start as a side hustle, as soon as you can turn into a real company, get people working for you. And then you're providing opportunities for other people that will grow your business. And then they're having success. You're providing for them and their family. And then you're also able to detach yourself from the work. So give me uh, five different uh, types of jobs that you could do. So the easiest one to get started with would be, I'd say gutter cleaning is my favorite. That's a very slept on service, especially in the social media world. Everyone pumps the window cleaning, window cleaning, window cleaning. Gutter cleaning is the best dirty job to start because all you need is a ladder and your garbage bags. Mm. And then window cleaning, there's callbacks, right? You can miss a spot and you have to go back. Whereas gutter cleaning, you get up there, you can be in and out. No one's going to check. No one's, well, you take before and afters because again, that's the whole process. Then you upsell, et cetera. But 
you get up there, you rip it out 30 minutes, 300 bucks, take the before and after photos. Here you go. You're done. And that's less than $300 in equipment. Like how many businesses can you start and then be broken even in the same day? Right. And then you line up those gutter jobs. And then from there, the next one would be window cleaning is a nice, easy one to start. Uh, and then, you know what one I did? Lawn mowing, bro. No, no, no. Lawn mower worked for me. That was easy. Yeah. So lawn mower, if we want to get into the weeds on things. So All right, I, let's do it. I push people away from lawn care because lawn care, first off, like your average lawn can be like 40 or 50 bucks. And it's tens of thousands There's of dollars. No way, bro. I was like 11 years old and I was charging 100 bucks. Like that's the charity lawn care. <laughs> feel bad for this. <laughs> Maybe because <I> was... <laughs> it's a very low ticket service, right? Like it's it's very low ticket, and then you have expensive equipment, and you need, you need a vehicle to be moving around. You need the trailer, or you'll need a truck, and then you have to maintain the equipment. It's that's that a very good point. I think about the cars. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, I know this stuff. <laughs> you have to do lots of wraps, right? It takes lots of wraps. People are annoying about their grass. Like they blame it on you, even if it's the sun. Like. I buy that's people. true. You gotta do the hedges, and yeah. they, then they're like, "Oh, you might as well like do this." So, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I buy, and again, it's better than doing nothing. But I try to push people away from lawn care cool. because, again, it's it's so much invested investment to start something that's gonna take longer to grow. Whereas, like, you can go tomorrow, make a thousand dollars doing window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and that's like two people's lawns all summer. Or if you're deep path company, that's one person's lawn all summer. Um, <laughs> And you can do that in a day, yeah. right? So then you get your cash flow going. And then once you have your cash flow going, then you want to invest into like a, a service that can have higher tickets. So seal coating, because you can do parking lots, right? We have parking lots for tens of thousands of dollars yeah. or holiday lighting. Like holiday lighting is by far the best service right. to talk, get into. Talk to me about that a little bit. Like uh, holiday the, the, lighting. Yeah, yeah, the holiday lighting. Holiday lighting. So, so I, I never liked Christmas. Christmas. Uh, uh, for me, Christmas was always like a time of the year I hated. I was like, didn't like thinking about Christmas, just bad bad christmas but now i love christmas season because money printing season for us um christmas lights so we do full service holiday lighting we'll go there take a photo on the ipad draw it up for them show it to them they're like oh my god i love it okay cool it's 1400 bucks we provide commercial grade lights installation maintenance removal storage which is a leasing uh, a leasing model uh and it's uh very high demand not a lot of people do it not barely anybody does it properly so and a lot of customer reviews, it is it is the money maker. So when you say a leasing model, that means basically they don't own the lights. Because no. I know that's kind of something that you, a business lesson that you learned kind of kind of early on, right? Like it wasn't, uh, uh, you left a lot of money on the table, let's just say, right? Yeah. That was, that was a painful lesson. <laughs> yeah, so there you go, perfect. So here I am now today, perfect example. Here I'm tasting how much I love Christmas lights. It's my favorite service, blah, 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 boom. But my first year doing Christmas lights, we did 67,000, which again, for someone that doesn't have a business, like, oh, wow, 67,000. But people that have a business, let's say it was a painful 67,000, they know. So my first year, I would like either sell the lights or we would use the Home Depot lights. Mm -hmm. And then I made like promises, okay, we'll come back and install them for less. But then it's a short season. It was one mistake, a couple of mistakes that ended up costing me for like three years worth of like headaches. Um, but now that we're out of it, um, see, I forget it. You that's the funny thing too is you forget about some of the hard stuff. No, because we're so focused on the 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 wins and the yeah. positive things, right? But yeah, those those L's like they yeah. they teach you a lot, man. Yeah. So that that's amazing advice, man. Kind of getting a little little more high level than again. So I like let's say I'm a I'm a high school kid, right? And I, I'm I'm looking for something to do over the summer. You've given me some some cool options there, but 
you know what? I don't, I don't want to go to college. Like I want to go, I want to go all in on my own business and I want to make it like successful. And I want to prove everybody wrong that I can make something without going and getting that dumb, expensive piece of paper. Yeah. Like we can kind of both agree on what, um, what are like the steps to making you're going from like a freelancer doing some random gigs to having an actual business. So, so here's the thing. I'll take, I'll come back to that. And parents might not want to hear this. I don't know parents are listening to this, but there's been like multiple kids that have been in home service. You, they're in their second year of university and they're like in accounting and they'll be like, Hey man, like I'm making like $45,000 a month. Like, is it worth finishing school? Like, well, <laughs> I can't answer that for you. And then I'll give them a call. And it's like, there's no point in that conversation. So like, I am, I don't want to say encouraging kids to drop out, but there's like probably eight or nine kids that were in university that now have dropped out because they've been in home service you for two years. Now they're making $40,000 a year. They're going to school for like sociology. It's like, why keep wasting? It's not only your money in school that you're wasting, but it's time. So when someone comes to me and they're 18 years old or 19 years old and they say, Hey man, I graduated high school. I don't want to go to university. I want to start this home service business. I'm like, listen, man, if you join home service, you, you can be rich by 20, you'll be rich by 25. Like, and that's, that's not any like up in the air kind of bullshit. Like when you go to university, you're spending tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in the States to go to university for the chance of a $50,000 a year job. Whereas if someone comes to me at 19 years old, they have a little bit of social skills and they're down to bust their balls. I can look at them and be like, Hey, you're 19 years old right now. By 25 years old, you'll be the richest out of all of your friends. You'll have a successful company. You'll be able to live sort of lifestyle that I'm living. And I can literally look them in the eyes and say that and kind of cycling back. For me, the most important thing is go look myself in the mirror at the end of the day. So me being able to say that to someone that's 19 years old and like know that for a fact that if you, if you follow what I say for the next six years, you will be financially well off. You'll have people working for you. You'll have a way better life than doing your internship at some bullshit company that you hate. So anyone that's at that point, like if it's like we said, if it's a thought in your head, go for it. Like just go for it. What's the worst that happens? You go back and then waste your money later on at school. I'm like hundred percent, man. And that's, that's the thing with school, right? It's like, it's, uh, I love that you said that it's not just a waste of money, but it's also such a waste of time. And like, it's even more expensive down here in the U S right. People are going into debt for the rest of their lives to be able to pay for this thing that might not even get them a job. Well, here's the thing is, sorry, the, the argument always is like, oh, you meet people there, you network there. It's like, okay, there's not a single person that I know that has a successful business that personally that I met that went to my same university. Has there other people that went there? Yes. But where do I meet my friends? The internet. You meet your friends on the internet and you can become instant friends with them. Hey, I've been doing my business for seven years. You meet, I'm flying out to Washington next week to meet one of my friends, friend, internet friend, first time meeting in person. He, his name is Spencer Clays. He's had a home service business for six years. We get on the phone, you're instant friends, you have knowledge, you can, you're, you meet those people. They're not, the likelihood of them being in your city that has the same mindset, the same drive as you is, is insanely unlikely. I think unless you're going to school to become a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse, or specific, a dentist, something like specifically that you need school for, I think it is the meet people and the whole it's absolute bullshit yeah go to a mastermind spend twenty five thousand dollars go to a mastermind go to patrick bet you read that one last week 
Patrick Bet David's there. It messes, twists his name around all the time. That's right, right? Yeah, Patrick Bet David, Tom yeah. Brady, uh, all these people you there. Go to there, and you meet someone else. Same, same. Yeah, it, you think meet someone. You're gonna spend ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars. Go to a mastermind. The people that are also spending that kind of money is different than the people that are saving two hundred dollars to go to the bar on the weekend and get blackout every weekend. And people still do that after college for five years, thinking it's fun. Look, uh, we we talked about this a little bit on our on our first pod together, and. Um, the value of investing in yourself when it comes to these courses, these masterminds, these these online communities where you honestly the biggest value is usually not just the course material. Sure, that stuff's great, but it's the people that you meet and they're aligned. They're, you're driving on, on the same road. I kind of equate it to, I mean, you know, I love to travel. And yeah. when I would travel around the world, I would go to these different hostels. And why did I always meet such amazing people who are friends of mine to this day in these hostels? It's because you're like-minded people traveling on the same road, doing the same thing with same ideals. And for one reason or another, you are at this hostel together in Barcelona or yeah. Greece or somewhere. Yeah. It's the same thing with online business and these communities and like taking that whatever insane amount of money that you're going to be investing into college, taking a fraction of that and investing in something that you have a little itch for, like you're just interested yeah. in. Oh my God, it's paid dividends for me. People that, I've, people that are successful and have money, like they're always like, I'm actively trying to spend my money and actively trying to find ways to learn and get better. It's not cheating. It's, 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 it's a hack. Cheat. It's a hack. You're yeah. skipping levels, yeah. man. I remember um, the, uh, when you were working with, um, I, I forgot his name, in, 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 in Anguilla. Uh, Judson. Jud Judson. And, you know, you were learning from someone who had done what you, kind of you're doing, but like at a different scale, uh, you know, at the time. And I looked at that and I was like, man, I'm so fucking proud of you, bro. Like making investments like that, going to a country that, didn't you say like, like they don't have an airport or something like that. Like like doing that, taking that risk, taking that leap, getting on calls with these people, these internet friends, yeah. often become your like closest people because you're aligned on the big things. And people, you day one people from, you know, the drinking buddies from back home and stuff, you kind of find yourself drifting apart as the years go by because it's just like nothing personal, but it's just like you can't relate anymore, man. Like it's just we're not on the same. Yeah. We don't do the same things. Yeah. Like we can't really vibe like that. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 and here's the thing is you feel isolated when you first start doing your and that's something for people here, like if you're listening to the podcast and like you don't have friends that have businesses and you or you just started your business or you just started your podcast or whatever it is, that is the hardest part is the mm -hmm. beginning because the friends like your friends right now, like I said, the odds of them actually having the same motivations and drives and interests as you and you going to high school with them is extremely unlikely. If, if there is one person, like consider yourself lucky. So it's that journey right there at the beginning is lonely. So as soon as you decide, hey, you know what? I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. I'm just gonna go for it. Right away, get yourself in a community, find yourself around other people, invest that money. It'll be the best money you ever spent. You're gonna learn, even if you take one thing from that, it just opens your mind. The next thing you know, like for instance, you bring up Judd's and I went there and then it opened my mind to one thing and now it kind of turns into one thing, another thing, and then here we are today. It's just from hearing that thing. I was at a mastermind last weekend, uh, the American Blue Collar, Blue Collar American Dream. You go there. I met Brad Lee there. You hear his presentation, and it's 
one or two things and then it's like you lock that in your memory and then when you know how to use that and you know have the skill sets to use that tip and you're at a b bigger scale all them nuggets yeah golden nuggets a little, a little nugget yeah. that like i don't care how much money i spent on this conference on this whatever like i'm not the one taking notes i'm not the one watching every speaker doing everything but like the people that like i do watch and the people the hands i do shake like i am like so locked in yeah. and i that shit changes the trajectory of my life it, it's it's crazy like if someone watched our last podcast like it, it, just how things change you have to be adaptive like and it's having an open mind and here's the thing that's crazy man is i'll have someone who comes into home service you like they're applying to home service we, we don't accept everybody like we have no interest in in help and taking someone to the program if they're not a good fit if they're not the right mindset it's not the right time We'll give them a bunch of stuff for free and say, hey, come back when it's a better time. Because like we said, playing the long game, they're going to go take that free stuff. If they're going to go and do it, they'll do it. And they come back, hey, help me take it to the next level. Bang, right? Most people won't. Most people won't. Yep. But the people that go and take that and do, they come back, take them to the next level. And then, and yeah, investing in yourself, surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals, and then being open-minded. Because people come in there, they'll do the 20-minute interview with me, um, they'll get through the first guy, they'll come to me and they'll chat for 15 minutes. Yeah, we do $180,000 this year. And then they're thinking that they're on the same plane as you. Yeah. Because, or they'll think, oh, I already have a window cleaning business. Like, I'm not sure how much more I need to learn from that. It, like, that is like, it's That's a broke the worst, worst mentality. Yeah. You always have to be learning. You always have to be open to, if, as soon as you close your mind and think that you know stuff, it just, I find the more I learn, the more I realize I know nothing at all. No. I think I know about Instagram. I think I know about social media. And then you speak with Jamie. I think I know about talking on camera that I'm speaking with you. Like you think you know how to scale a business that I'm like speaking with my friend Ram. He has a big property management company. Like, yo, I know nothing. And then the farther you get along the road, you surround yourself with people that specialize in those things. And that's rocket fuel. You never want to be, you know, the smartest person in the room, man. You're in the wrong rooms, right? Uh, that one always stuck with me. And yeah, that that's such a powerful thing, man. And I want to talk about, you know, the the room that you've created, man, with, with HSU. What made you even start that, man? Because you're doing well with PadPal at this point. Everything's, you know, trending in the right direction. What was the, like, why? Why did you start this? It's such a different business. Yeah, so I, I originally started as content for PadPal. So we originally were doing a lot of content for PadPal because, like I said, the home service industry, it's a bunch of got old guys in their 50s and 60s that don't know how to use a smartphone. So you take some social media photos, get some Google reviews. Next thing you know, you're ranking up to number one in the city, right? Like it's an old industry. So that's how it started. And then I started posting more on social media. Then I'd get a DM from somebody in Calgary or California or Dallas. And it'd be like, hey, man, I'm 22 years old. You inspire me, blah, 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 blah. And then I would answer them. But it'd be like a voice note. It might be two months later. It might be fucking six months later, but I'd give them a response if it was well thought out. But my number one focus was PadPal. And then again, after like answering these guys and meeting some of them, just, just helping them out for free, like literally like not asking for anything, just jumping on Zoom. Like, oh, you have a home service business? That's cool. Like, none of, no, I don't have any friends in my city that has one. Like, let me help you out for sure. Like, that's how it started was from like a genuine, like finding friends on the internet that all started doing home service business and being, oh, cool. Like, I'm not the only guy. I thought I was a loser. I'm the only, like, again, all my friends are like, you guys are doing content, like Hayden's doing ads. Like everyone else was in such different industries yeah. that at the time, me just having someone else that's 
in their 20s, not 60s, that's doing a home service business, asking for support, asking to learn, fired me up. And then I like reluctantly, like kind of last year, took on 25 guys um, because like it was hard to keep on the message. I felt like I was not giving them like i felt like i was hurting them by not right something more structured. there was no structure to it yeah, yeah, yeah. like there was no structure i was yeah there was no like real commitment to them and i would get busy with my bat like again trying to scale my own company um so i took on 25 guys that like i knew were like serious about it we did the christmas light it was the first thing i did last year christmas lights took on 25 guys and i i got obsessed with it we did fifty six thousand was the group average last year um and then I, I was obsessed with it. That's, an, that's yeah. incredible, man. It's, and we gotta like let, let, let's just take a fucking yeah. second and cut that up. That's fucking crazy, bro. Thank you. That's crazy, yeah. man. And the first like, wow. So yeah, and seeing like that's impressive, bro. You try to help someone that's help. You try to help someone that won't help themselves, mm -hmm. right? You've been in that position. I'm sure everybody's been in that position. It kills your energy. It oh drains. You. Like I've been in positions like that before, and I never want to do that again. And then. After helping 25 guys from Canada, the States, like it was just Canada States my first year, helping those 25 guys and seeing the difference it made in their lives. Like one guy was like, DM me like, my, my fiance said she doesn't want to get married anymore. I was hit by a car and I lost my job. I have like $8,000 for my name, but like I'm unfollowing you. I feel like this is my calling. Like, fuck, took a lot to get you here, bro. But yeah, crazy, man. Like, I'll, I have the DM. That's some weird, like, that's it was weird pressure. You're like, brother. <laughs> yeah, but he's on there and him going live. He, he wasn't like the top. He did like 34,000, um, again, like a country boy kind of thing. But he was fired up and now he has like one that's guy. That's life-changing money for someone. Exactly, man. yeah. And, you know? and that made me fall in love with it. So this year we opened it up to more people. Uh, again, we're still very selective on who we'll take in. Um, I, I still have no interest in working people that aren't serious i guess i'm past that point of doing shit i don't want to do <laughs> in a certain sense seriously um and it, it's really rewarding like it's we were just uh in a couple hours away from here i can't remember the name a couple hours north here from miami visiting john uh he was 18 months ago working for someone else for 25 bucks an hour and then he started his he's an electrician he started on his own at the beginning of this year or in the last year uh, yeah like fall last year was owner operator Joined home service you this spring, uh, hired his first worker, bought his dream truck. When we went there and filmed with him, it's like his wife, his baby, his dog, and like he did thirty four thousand last month. Wow. Fifty thousand this month, and then his 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 uh, wife coming out to me and being like, "Hey, thank you so much. Like, you know how much you've done to help John, and it, it like gives me like goosebumps. So like, That's crazy. I mean, I feel insanely blessed that I get paid to help change people. Well, I can't change their lives. I can give them every resource that they need." But it's in their hands. So I never want to take that credit. But seeing the people that take what I give them and then them telling me how much it's helped them. Like I have like big, strong, bearded guys like you texting me. I'm like, they're definitely buzzing when they text me at 1230. Hey man, thank you so much. Like you changed my they're definitely a couple drinks, uh, a couple drinks deep, and they're sending those messages. Like it feels good. It is a little ego thing for sure. But it's it's impact, bro. But it's, it's impact. Real. Like it's I real and it's only gonna scale up. I know I'll have a busy funeral one day from doing the home so I got and I that's I think that's like a true like testament. And I know at the, after the funeral everyone's gone and then you're forgotten. Like I, I know that's how life is, but I know that from now until the next like sixty years or however long I live, um, that I'm gonna make a huge impact on a lot of people's lives from doing dirty jobs and helping them start and do these businesses because I've already seen it in the two years it's been crazy. So I can't imagine like ten years from now, fifteen years from now. 
my next question like it, it, i was gonna ask this but you kind of already answered it is you know like what drives you to keep making content and and putting all this content out there because when we worked together you know it was like you just figuring it out and and going viral in certain aspects and stuff and like just putting it out and it was helping you grow your business on like a more local level yeah you were going viral and like now you you have a you have an offering for people yeah. kind of all over the world is that something the the impact that you have on people that drives you to keep putting stuff out because you're so consistent with putting stuff out all the time it's, it's one of those crazy things man where i feel like i really hit that next level is when i took it on as my responsibility to serve other people and, and that's another thing that i heard before <coughs> before i was doing it i was like oh bullshit like whatever as soon as you stop caring about yourself then everything but it's true like when i think of like for instance like we've had some long days here like i'm tired we've been filming like 12 hour days doing a lot of content and it's i think of that if i'm not putting this stuff out there that it's it's hurting other people. So I do it all, and I, I, again, if I was saying, someone told me this five years ago, oh, that's bullshit, man. But like, I, I think when that flip, that switch flipped in my head that it's like my responsibility, and this sounds really like cocky or whatever, but like, I truly feel that I was put on the earth to help men Not start start their home service business, start, start something for themselves, start a dirty job, work hard, fucking be a good person and create that dream life for yourself doing do jobs that nobody else wants to do. It's an open playing field. And yeah, I, I truly like feel like this is why I was put on the earth because it went from me, for instance, like from going from nothing to not knowing what I was ever going to do with my life after hockey and like feeling scared to having like absolute freedom right now to do what I want, spend time with people I love, my friends, my family, like take care of them, never have to worry about that stuff. I, I, I can say I never have to worry about money again because I have the skills to make money. I will never worry about money because I can lose it tomorrow and get it back. So I truly feel like I was put on this earth to help those people get to that point and as many people experience what I have. Because my last six years, yes, has been ups and downs, yes. Have me and you both take our beatings, yes. Absolutely. But like who today right now i i would i would give that last six years all the ups and the downs to anybody and it, because it's been enjoyable and it gets to this point it's worth it wow my brother i can't think of a better more logical place to end this episode uh we can go for hours yeah there's so many things we could dive into but i think that this was a very very beautiful episode getting to reconnect with you on the pod getting to share kind of what you're up to right now and Sounds to me like you found your purpose, bro. And it took some else. Yeah. It took some W's. It took some relationships. It took some investments. And, you know, I just want to, I, I just want to give a big shout out to you, man, for putting your head down and continuing to do it every day. And, you know, excellence breeds excellence, man. I look up to you. I'm fucking proud to call you a brother. I love you so much, man. I know we don't uh, we don't talk every day. We don't, but we're busy, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. But when we see each other, bro, we're fucking tapped in. Love you, brother. I love you. Thank you, you so much. Thank you, everyone who's watching today. It's not that deep, baby. I love that, man. Thanks, my man. I love you guys. I love all you guys here. I feel very blessed to be around you guys. Everyone, we got such a beautiful audience. Chap, where can people find you on social? Where can people join HSU? 
plug yourself right now. Shameless promo. Okay. Adam Archap on all socials. And if you want to apply for HSU, DM me deep socials or just deep and I'll take care of you. Deep. I'll DM deep. Hey, it's not that deep. Love you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you so much.